Welcome to Enter My Microwaves. I am Tabitha, and this is my lovely husband, Jason. I don't know why he sounds like a scared meerkat. <laughs> don't know what I'm supposed to speak. Uh, welcome to Enter My Microwaves, as she so rightly said. Um, so this is the intro portion. That's why we sound awkward, because we really never had intro portions before. On this particular episode, we will be asking each other three probably not pointed questions uh, for the sake of uh, just asking each other three questions, which we will also try and answer ourselves. We'll get to know each other ourselves, and you'll get to know us as well. Which is pretty much a laugh, considering we've been married almost 20 years and known each other for longer than that, so... I mean, you're always learning about people, right, Tabitha? Right. So let's hop in with question one, right about now. All right, my number one question, not number one because it's most important, it's just number one because it's the first one I thought of, for you, Jason, is as follows. What is a band or artist who does not, as far as you, as far as you know, does not have a tribute act associated with them or to them. I don't know how to word it. That you think could use a tribute act. Here's my question in return, Tabitha. Now, when you say tribute act, do you mean full-on tribute act, as in they dress and act like the band that they're that they're that they're pretending? Um, I don't. For the sake of this question, I will not go that far. That is not a requirement. But they go on stage, and they play their songs, and they're like, hey, we're Blink and Blink. These are songs of Blink and Blink. And you know it's it's nothing but that. And they're playing homage or homage, homage. to that band or artist, classing both. Um, blah, blah. That's a toughie, but you know, believe it or not, actually the one that pinged in my head first is probably the one that I'm going to say. And that's Creedence Clearwater Revival. Um, believe it or not, there's no tribute acts. Um, at least not that I could find the last time that I looked, because um, I was looking for one and I couldn't find any. Um, I think there was like one band that maybe did it five or six years ago, but they disbanded and they don't do it anymore, which is a shame um, because not everybody can afford to go see John Fogarty because uh, his tickets are, well, I mean, they're not out of the ballpark insanely high price compared to someone like Paul McCartney, for example. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you, maybe you won't even have access Maybe you live in a place where that doesn't exist and, and you get the Tribute Act coming by instead. But I'd like to point out a very important fact, though. I mean, there's a difference between cover band and Tribute Act. Cover band is when a band plays every song from that artist. And a Tribute Act is typically people who act like and dress like and play the part of the musician that they're doing. So that's a little bit different. And in that regard, if we're talking strictly a tribute act, some a band that not only sounds like and is playing the music of, but looks like, I've contended for years the Moody Blues would be a wonderful act for that. For, 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 they, they, they have cover bands that, that, that do their material and do it very well. But to have a 
a tribute act like say look like the moody blues of the core the core seven era so 1966 to 1972 and only play the songs from that era and dress and act like them on stage i i think that would be amazing but the problem is and a lot of bands run into this which is if you do that you typically have to get permission from the people who are still alive or the estates of the members of the band that have passed so that 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 creates a little bit of a problem unless unless the band is okay with that generally so that's good. That's good. So Maya is a two two prong. I'd say CCR. If all you're wanting is a cover band, you don't really need to dress up or act like them. And the Moody Blues, I I think that even though they have cover bands, a a band that dresses up and acts like their old selves would be entertaining. And because the Moody Blues have such a rabid fan base, you're gonna have a built-in audience. So. It's a good answer. Thank you. Now. Same question applied to you, obviously. Um, I don't know much about this. I have not done any research or looked up tribute bands, cover bands, so this may exist. But it it's, might be a weird answer, and I have a feeling they might have some. But my first indication, or into, into whatever, the first thing I thought of was... The Backstreet Boys. I know there's a bunch of boy bands because the boy band trend goes in waves. Right now, it's more K-pop. It's still like the same type of energy. And I'm not attacking K-pop bands if they're here because apparently you don't do that. I I have respect for them. But it's still like the same. A bunch of boys, men... You know, good looking, dancing on the stage, performing, singing. But the reason I say the Backstreet Boys is there's just something about that era of music, late 90s, early aughts. It's just like a freshness, an innocence in the air. And I think, you know, I could see people of that generation wanting to relive it, but also I could see the shows poking fun of it at the same time as respecting it and I don't know I think that would be it would be like a comedy what would you call it not a comedy thing yeah, it'd be like a nostalgia act yeah more or less. but lighthearted. like right. I could see like one of the because you know in those boy bands everyone had a character right, or right. the role and one they can make one up that's like the goof the idiot like poking fun of themselves. Yeah, so like, I know you probably weren't aware of this, but there was MTV invented a band, which had Chris Farley's I think older I, brother. I know what you're talking about. Called Together. Um, and if that was in Together. It was it made the titles weird. They no, made... it was just Together. Oh. It's just End Together is a Limp Bizkit song, but uh, the start of a Limp Bizkit song title. Uh, but anyway, um, Together did that you know you had you had the older one the cute one that sort of thing mm-hmm. and they made fun of boy bands during the boy band craze um so something along the lines of that you're thinking like maybe do like a stage show but wouldn't include it, but the entire thing wouldn't be making fun of it it would be threading the needle of mm-hmm. 
honoring it. The word you're looking for is a pastiche. A pastiche, okay. Mm-hmm. It could be instinct, Backstreet Boys, but I think Backstreet Boys would, would work better. I think that if you were going to do that and you didn't have a band that you were maybe not even singled in on, maybe all the hit music from all the boy bands that existed in that time frame. You know, because I mean, every boy band had a hit or five or ten. I know the New Kids on the Block tour. Did they do their tour with Backstreet Boys, or was it two separate things? Uh, they did it with Backstreet Boys. Okay, because I remember I had a couple of people on my Facebook friends list who were like freaking out for basically the reasons I just listed. Mm. <laughs> Nostalgic factors. Alright, so my answer wasn't exciting as yours, but I hope I did good. Now time for my question one. Okay, your question one. My question one pertains, oh, all of my questions. I think yours are all going to be categorized as music-based. Yes, I have the music question. Mine are all based upon travel. Travel, okay. Or destinations of travel, rather. Mm -hmm. So, number one. And I intentionally did this. Yes, I did. I, I will admit to this. Name one thing the average person doesn't know about Cincinnati, a city that you've lived in for a very long period of time with me, and why you like that one thing. Um, a lot of people don't know that Cincinnati has a very nice art museum. I like their art museum. It's very pretty on the outside and the inside. They have some very beautiful paintings and not just inky dinky ones, but some really, really nice ones. They get uh, not commissioned, but they'll have rotating in uh, a lot of prestigious artists and and, uh, displays. And I didn't go there very often, but every single time I went, I was very, very impressed. And I always wanted to stay longer. And I don't know when people are looking at the map or traveling. Oh, let's go to Cincinnati. They have the zoo. They have Kings Island, you know, etc. and so forth. I don't know if, if people ever think, oh, they have a very nice art museum. Oh. Right. Oh, well, since that's, that's an odd choice, but I will commend you for that. Since my art museum is amazing recently in the news uh, because they've discovered that one of the pieces they actually had in their collection and have had for a century, not more, which is a an ancient Chinese mirror, actually had a, a, uh, a pattern on it, I guess you could say. That if you shined a light on it in a certain way, it would reflect back an image that was not on the mirror surface. That's pretty cool. And it, it was something only like maybe like 20 of these things that they've ever found in the world. So. Did the art museum I'm referring to, are they the ones who had like those special uh, things like the Chinese thing? The or Chinese is, warriors. Oh, is that a different museum? No, that's the same one. Okay. Cincinnati Art Museum, there's really only one art museum in Cincinnati. There's there's the Contemporary Art Center, which is different, which is concentrated more on pop art of the 50s and beyond. Because okay, I thought that one was at the, the train station, because I'm not talking about the train station. I'm no, the train station doesn't have an art museum. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, no, the train station I saw was the one who had, like, the bodies and that type of stuff. They do get some traveling stuff down at Union Terminal, yes. But the majority of the stuff, if it's art-based, because bodies wouldn't be considered art-based. That's it, true. It's more science. So... And now, now would you like me to answer my own question? Yes, Jason. The one thing that most people don't know about Cincinnati and why I like it. The food culture. And now that I've moved away from Cincinnati, uh, I can tell you I miss it. Um, the food culture in Cincinnati is very diverse. Uh, you have, and just off the top of my head, of course, you have Cincinnati chili, which a lot of people are going to stick their noses up and call dog food. You're idiots. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not chili con carne as its own thing. It's more of a stew or a soup than it is a chili. But my God, is it the best thing on the planet. And it is delicious, and you should definitely try Cheese Coney. It's the best invention known to mankind. You have Geta, which is an American version of, of, a, of a German construct of making food pad out longer. Scrapple is very similar to Geta. Uh, except Geta is made with pinhead oats. Uh, you have um, a unique barbecue sauce and form of barbecue at Montgomery Inn. You have an amazingly, actually just here recently, a very a very diverse Latin food culture, which did not exist prior to about 15, 20 years ago uh, in Cincinnati. You've got... Um, La Rosa's, which is a unique style of pizza, which actually was deemed Cincinnati-style pizza, which, again, I, I don't... They're the only ones, really, that have a pizza like that, so I don't know why you'd have one place do a style that nobody else copies. Uh, you have Graters and Aglomises and UDF. I'll have great ice cream. It is literally a food mecca that people are not all that... You have the Donut Trail, which is, like... 50 independent donut shops. We have, in Cincinnati, there's something like 70 microbreweries in the city. It's, it is literally a food mecca, and not that many people realize that that's part of what, it, what, what makes Cincinnati so great, is just the amount of food that you can find there that is only found there. And, uh, yeah, honestly, that's why I like it. It's the diversity of food choices. So, of course I'd think on my stomach, right? So here we go with question number two, right after the break. Burp, burp, burp. Right. It's time for the question number twos. Tabitha goes first yet again. Okay. If you had the opportunity to get on stage with one act and perform with them one night only, you know, sometimes they pull random people off from the audience, you know, which act would it be? And what instrument would you play? Because I'm sure every musician's been like, oh, I'm going to go to that concert, and they're, we're going to lock eyes, and they're going to see me. They're going to be like, you, you, you get up here. Here's the, th here's the thing. like. I'm assuming. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you had asked me, if you had asked me this question ten years ago, I would have replied very proudly with the Moody Blues, of course, naturally. That's been one of my favorite bands. That would make sense, you know? Correct. 
Uh, I, I doubt very highly I would say guitar. I probably also probably wouldn't say bass or keyboard because good luck trying to play their songs. That's all I gotta say. You gotta be pretty damn good. Then maybe you should pick a different band. Uh, but that's just the thing. Like, I'm a hack. I mean, I'm not gonna joke around. I learned guitar by reading a book. Right? Well, this is also a fantasy. You need this fantasy. You could be like the world's well, greatest. I'm, I'm already considering this a fantasy because of an aforementioned thing, which is my physical status that you've already told me not to consider. It's already a fantasy because of that. Right. So you want me to completely go outside the box and pretend I'm not me and say that I'm God's gift to guitarists and I can suddenly magically play the instrument. I'm not going to go that far outside the box, honey. i, I got to limit myself somewhat here in my fantasy. Um, I would probably honestly say, and I mean, I got two answers because I had two answers for the last one, so I'm going to give you two answers on this one, right? You don't have to, but okay. I'm going to. <laughs> one is almost impossible because the band probably will not, will not exist for a sizable amount of time because of... Uh, Recent occurrences, R.I.P. Taylor, uh, and that is going to be the Foo Fighters. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty sure that of all the bands that I listen to, on a semi-regular basis, I think that if I were to be seen and welcomed up on stage by the Foo Fighters, in my wheelchair, I highly doubt anyone on stage would care that I had, you know, wheeled up there in an automatic wheelchair. And I could pretty much assure myself I could play most of their songs on guitar or bass because they aren't that hard. But that's that's one option. Um, I don't think I'd want to sing it, but I could always sing. That's not a problem for me. Uh, and, then, and I'm not saying it's because I think that any band would just be like, get out of here, you're in a wheelchair, you know, sort of thing. But, like, if, 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 if I... We're thinking more of like, I want to get up on stage and jump around like a lunatic sort of thing, you know, and really have fun with it. I'm going to say the killers. I really do. I, I mean, I, I, I would, I would want to sing, I guess, not play guitar because I wouldn't want to be restricted to one area. I'd want to have more of an open space to run around like a, like a nutcase. Woo! But... I mean, like I said, I, I think it's unfair to put to, 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 to put your your restriction on that in the first place. If anything, the wheelchair, you know what I mean? Well, okay, all right. I, I have to. I want to make it very clear. I'm not, I'm not an ableist. Right. Okay. And and also I want to make something very clear is I don't use my my status as a handicapped person to get special treatment. I wasn't referring to the wheelchair. I was referring to your muscle tone and how you have trouble holding the guitar for long periods. That's what I meant more so with that and the mm. breath control thing. I don't care about the wheelchair. So well, they kind of go hand in hand. That's true, that's true, yeah. Uh, unless they're willing to take me up on stage and give me my BiPAP machine at the same time, be a very weird look. <laughs> would be a very weird look. I'm sure that I definitely could not sing. 
Um, yeah, so I mean, that, those are my answers. Um, Good answers, honey. Foo Fighters, Killers, yo. Yo, yo, yo. So, did you like mine, though? Oh, okay. Good. What? Did I forget a piece of your question? No. We... I don't want to answer. <laughs> answer. Well, apparently you don't want me to answer it. <laughs> so. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Stupid me in the bad formatting. Go ahead. Um. I don't have a band, but I know which instrument I would play. Would it be a triangle? No. Well, that was always your joke, was that you'd be a famous triangle player. No, no, no. This is fantasy. I can do whatever I want. I would play the drums. I would go... And fancy flourishes and throwing the sticks up and catching them and really complicated. Yeah. You gotta pick a band. I don't know. I picked the band. You I have know, to pick a band. I'm trying. I need a band that has really good drums. The like, Who? No, don't answer for me. Uh, <laughs> that's true. They do have good band. They do good. They do have good band. They do have good band. Do have good band. I listen. They do have good drums, and so does Rush. Yes, and so does Zeppelin. Uh, let, let me think for a second. <laughs> um, but I would want to do something more up my alley. And I don't... The bands I listen to, much as I like them, I've never really thought of them instrument-wise. I just think of them as a song lyric-wise and, and lead singer-wise, and I don't really pay attention to the other elements. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So, I don't know, like, for example, I really like the, the band Bear's Den, and they have some songs that definitely have drums in it. But I don't know if they're known for that, or that, if that would make sense. If you, I mean, it seems to me like if you're wanting to go wild, I'm sorry, that's just my personal opinion. Your music's kind of downbeat. They're not known for their wild drums because they don't have wild drums because their music doesn't have that feel. Okay, so this is complete total fantasy. Yeah. Like you woke up from a wonderful dream type fantasy. Alright, I love the guy for the most part. But for one night, I would replace Ringo Starr and I would, I would jump for the Beatles. So you'd also go back in time as well. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is All that right. acceptable? All right. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> My question to you. You are given unlimited amount of money. Make it rain up in here. Carte blanche to go anywhere you want for one week in the world. Where do you go? Where would I go for one week? I would go, I would take a tour of Europe. Ah, where would you go? You can't I, keep going. I have to pick a city and I gotta keep... sit my butt there? Yes. You can go to a country, but you can't just, oh, I'm gonna take a week-long cruise. No, you gotta go somewhere. 
Um, I would, I would go to Germany. Germany. Yeah, I I lived there between the ages of about uh, four to eight, so I have some memories of it. But the early part is at the age where your memories don't form or don't they form, but they aren't concrete. You're right. And in the ending part, I wasn't there long enough, but I do have some memories of it, and I look at pictures, but now being older, much, much older, and having a more appreciation of it, I think it would it would be cool to see stuff and see it with a newer, newer light, and they do have some, some pretty kick-ass castles and stuff and I love little German villages but there just be a village I always like that the that aesthetic so yeah I, I think I would you go to Germany I'll go to Germany Jason huh. where would you go for one week if you were Scrooge McDuck meaning he had all the money in the world just in case people didn't get the reference you're gonna think it's typical and probably may I answer for you you can try but you probably won't get it but you have to be honest and say if it's right or not okay Mm -hmm. you would go to Hawaii close okay I would like to go to Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Which, yeah, is, pretty water. which is in French Polynesia. Um, I'm a sucker for those little thatched huts that are up on the pylons over the crystal clear water in the lagoon. You know what I mean? Yes, I know. I can't probably, like, I would be physically incapable of, like, getting to that, and I know that now, but there's something so enchanting about how beautiful the scenery is and how gorgeous a tropical paradise actually is that to me it's like otherworldly in a way you know what i mean like not even the caribbean which i've been to and around to me has the same vibe and honestly and this is going to seem ridiculous like the only other place that i would really want to go other than than there would probably be it's gonna be just just hear me out Disney World I was gonna say like actual Africa like somewhere in Africa because I want to go but then I just realized like look and like from my perspective I don't need to go to actual Africa because you gotta get like 65 boosters and god knows what else to go to Africa and then once you're in Africa you're gonna get constantly barraged by by scammers and stuff like that people trying to take your money and like offer you rides to like random places and it's too awkward of a situation for me to want to go there in the first place just to see where life began you know and yeah, I'm a dippy American, but, you know, I can go see a pretty authentic representation of Africa in the animal kingdom, you know? I do. And that's all you really want to see is, you know, 
landscape that looks remotely like it for a few minutes and that the beauty of that is you go back to doing what you were doing right away you get your experience that you've thirsted for and you're done and yeah it seems rather temporary and a horrible 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 substitute for the real thing but when you don't have a passport sometimes you get what you can take you know what i mean so but I, that would be my second one and yes i do realize that you need a passport to go to french polynesia as well but for some reason just to me like tropical paradises have always been like my vacation destinations i'm not big on like germany would i go if you offered me sure would i go that's would... why i wanted to do just a tour of of europe hit everything in the but I know it's not what you wanted. Well, no, no. The reason I was say that is because to me it's work. Oh, I gotta get to that train at that time. I gotta get to that airport at this time. You're constantly in a in a motion. You're afraid you're gonna miss this. You're freaking out about that. You're not relaxing. A vacation. Vacation. What you if, just chill. I don't know if it exists, but what if you took a leisurely, I. Uh, train journey through Europe. So I know they have like riverboat cruises. They probably have like train things that do the same thing and they stop. I'd rather do the boat cruise. Okay. Far, far. Well, those were our questions and our questions twos. Our questions twos. That was not what I meant to say. I'm sorry he's making so much noise. It's very distracting. On to question number threes. Final question. Alright, Jason. I wrote the following on my phone. Three. What is your favorite method to listen to music? I didn't know. Favorite method, favorite way. I, I didn't know how to phrase it, but. Okay, so my favorite method of listening to music. Uh, pardon me. Um. Live. Live, okay. That's probably my favorite way of listening to music. The excitement is different than it is listening to it any other way. That's for damn sure. Um, no guarantee you're always going to get a perfect mix from the per, from from the audio engineer. Uh, so you're going to be, you know. Also, if you have an arena show or you have an amphitheater show or an outdoor show at a stadium or something. Do All you, those affect the way you hear it. Do you mean live that you're sitting in the audience or live you bought live. the thing and you put oh, it live. in the machine? Live, live. Okay, so you are live with yes, them. Yes, live. Uh, that's, that would be my first preference. My second preference would be vinyl. And yeah, I, am a, I, w I want more vinyl in my life. And the reason is because there's a warmth and a trueness to the vinyl that you can't get from a digital recording. And this is going to sound awfully, awfully, awfully pretentious, but I don't care. I like the 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 uh, tradition of slipping a physical disc out of a sleeve and putting it on the turntable, dropping the needle, and hearing those little pops and clicks come in just before your music plays to me that's just that's essential i i like it it has a vibe it's different now 
a more purest answer, my third and final answer is Spotify or streaming services, uh, specifically Spotify because I their library is so much huger than anyone anyone else's. And yeah, politically, I may not approve of what they do, but honestly, unless you've got a ton of money, you're not going to shut them down. There's enough people who like what they do that will keep buying the service. That's why boycotts don't work. Um, so yeah, Spotify um, would be my third choice. Um, clearly, since I'm not recording on something released on Spotify, uh, I will uh, also make mention of that too. Uh, that I like it enough that I have actually paid for the service, and you're now listening to it either on Anchor or Spotify. So that should tell you something right there. So in order, live, live concert, basically, uh, two, vinyl, and three, Spotify. Yo answer, Tabitha. I have two. Mm-hmm. We match on one of them. I My first method is your third method streaming because at the, your fingertips you have access to as you said this huge catalog of music and artists things that you could never even think of you know it's there for you with the exceptions of course you're not there are a few artists who are not on spotify so i realize that but it's just, it's just amazing. You don't have to go to a store, which I miss sometimes, I, I will admit. But you don't have to go to a store. You don't have to, like, look through a catalog of music and be like, well, maybe this one looks okay. Well, I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to order the CD. Three weeks later, you get it. You're like, oh, there's nothing good on this. I just wasted blink amount of money. But Spotify, you can do the same exact thing. Hit play or do, like, that sample thing. Listen to... or. What I do sometimes is I, I I move the cursor over about halfway to get the get the meat of the song, and I know within five seconds I want to listen to it or not. So it takes away that anxiety you can get sometimes. Honestly, though, what what, what you're referring to, ironically, is is referred to in the music industry as needle dropping, which is a whole other from vinyl. Yeah. But I find it ironic that you needle drop. And uh, my other method of music I like is it just can actually it can be on streaming as well. But for this, I will say it. I will focus more on CDs and tapes. On um, a mixtape, when your friend, your significant other. You know, hey, I, I made you something. You're like, well, what's this? Oh, it, it, it's a mix CD I made for you. I honestly don't think I ever had any mixed tapes. I, I might have. I know I'm older, but I don't think I ever was quite at that. I made you mixed CDs. No, no, that, that's, there's a difference. I was going to say, I've had plenty mm. of mixed CDs. I don't think I have had anyone give me a mixed tape, like the, like the mm. physical tape. But I could be wrong. But it's the same concept. You're like, hey, you know, I heard this song. It made me think of you. So I listened to the radio patiently and hit record. When one song wasn't enough. So then I did this song. And you listen to it. And you're like, wow, you know, this person, you know, they really cared about me. Not all the songs are a hit. But you appreciate their effort. Mm -hmm. 
And like I said, on Spotify, you can do the same thing. But, I don't know. You know, call me nostalgic, but just something about having the, the physical copy in your hand. Not only do you have the love of the person thought of you creatively, it's tangible. You can hold it in your hands. And I appreciate a good mixtape. You know, our friend John... He used to work at a rental car company, and he said occasionally they'll get they'll, they'd get the cars back and people would leave their discs in there, and a lot of times they were mixed discs. And he said he enjoyed listening to it because you got to like get a glimpse of these people. Even so, that's also exciting. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, if it's a method, but I will include it because I'm allowed because it's my joint podcast. My favorite place to listen to music is in the car. Either if you're with someone, crank it up, you, you sing along, you laugh. I think that was intentional. Sorry, I didn't mean... No, because you mentioned that you like listening to music in the car, and I now hate it. Yeah, I miss it. I know. And also, you can listen to a solo, like, pump up the volume, and not not because of gas prices, and and all that, and the heat, so it's really not that safe to do. But just, sometimes you got a good song on, you know, a good CD, a good playlist. You can just start driving and get lost in the music, and... I think that something in our society, I could be wrong, but I don't really talk to a lot of people, but I think that's something in our society we're missing. Just the freedom of just, I'm going to take a drive, I'm not going anywhere, I'll be back in an hour, where are you going? I don't know, but I just want to crank some tunes and just forget about the world. So. No, I think that that's a valid point. It's odd, though. I used to like listening to music in cars. For the same reasons that you're talking about, you know what I mean? Like, right. like crank it up, oh, I love this song, I'm going to sing along and have a good time. But now it's like, to me, it's become, like, panic-inducing, and I don't know why all of a sudden it has, it's just, to me, it's like, where we're going in a car, nine out of ten times, it's to a doctor's appointment, or a hospital, or something like that. And to me, it's like impending doom, and I can't talk it out. And I want to talk it out. I want to have a conversation with you about it, rather than, or or have you keep my mind off of it, because my mind will keep going in a circle and make things worse. And, be, and because of, not to cut you off, and because of the economy, even when it's a non-appointment day, you feel it's if, like I feel it's if, it's a waste just to drive around and listen to music if you yeah. don't have a destination. On top of which, I like talking to you. And I feel that talking in the car is when I can get most of my thoughts in order to kind of communicate with you. Which is an awful shame because honestly, like, I wouldn't mind listening to music with you, but we don't listen to music very often together anymore because of that. You know what I mean? So. What's your. First world problems. Hashtag. What's your final question? Tabitha. Jason. My final question is 
during your adult life, mm-hmm. what has been your most memorable vacation experience? My most memorable vacation experience since I have been an adult. <laughs> um, we have gone many places. I liked it when we went to Las Vegas mm-hmm. and we stayed at the Flamingo. That was a good trip, right? January of 2015. Oh, was that, was that the trip where you unofficially had problems and I had to go places by myself a lot of times? That, that was that trip, yes. And it rained and was cold most of the time. And we had a huge argument on the Link Promenade, and for whatever reason, I went back up to the room, and you basically stayed away from me for, like, the rest of the day. That vacation. But, hey, we got two very romantic good pictures out of it. Okay. Um... And we traveled the entire length of the Las Vegas monorail system. Took pictures of both ends. Maybe... I liked one of our Disney World trips better. You liked it better? No, that's not a perfectly good one. I mean, I I was having problems. You know what I mean? Oh, my pro my problem was I had a genetic condition that was not diagnosed yet, and as a result of it, I wasn't able to sleep most nights. So, it I was falling asleep standing up, and I probably honestly looking back on it, I'm shocked that, like. I made it through that, you know what I mean? Because there's pictures of me that you took of us, like, waiting. We took our, like, suitcases at the bell desk and had them hold it, if you remember correctly. Because our plane didn't leave until, like, 11.50 at night. So we're, like, in the casino lobby just waiting around because we didn't have any money left to spend on any of the casino stuff. So we're just sitting there, and I fell asleep sitting there. Like, and you took a picture of me to prove that I had fallen asleep sitting there. And I was out probably for an hour or more. Can I add something real quick? Yeah. I just want to say, and this has always been an issue with me. Maybe I should go to the doctor. But when it comes to memories and your experiences, I, I get trouble remembering. Like, I know Jason and I took several trips to Vegas. I know we took a couple of trips to Disney World. Our Key West trip was fun. But to me, they're like, can it sound really weird? They're like words, and they don't really have any meaning to me. So these questions I find frustrating because I have trouble. Like, even right now, I was, well, like, was you, that the trip where I did this and this happened? Yeah, but you remembered enough of it to answer confidently. That's true. And that's also why I picked your adult life and not your entire life. Because I knew that you wouldn't be able to answer the question your entire life. Or you would give me some BS answer from when you were a kid. That's why I chose a much more narrow field to constrict within. <laughs> would you like me to answer this now? 2007. Summer 2007 will never be topped. That was the quintessential road trip taken by you, me, and Chris down to Florida to get on the cruise ship for like five days or whatever it was. And the trip down was memorable for so many reasons. We drove straight through like 15, 16 hours 
and Chris's relationship with his then girlfriend was literally hitting the rocks as we were leaving and he was concerned about her the entire time we were driving down and was acting like a complete and total idiot uh, we did uh, smoke a hookah in the rest area outside of Atlanta at 2 in the morning I'm sure that looked really suspicious if a cop were to pull up but we had fun doing that uh, we you know got together and slam on the beach down in Anna Maria in Florida and we had a crazy freaking adventure on the boat to Cozumel and back and then we had a day left in Florida before we had to come back up to Cincinnati and Chris had to no matter what be back in Ohio on this date by this time to that end he broke the law going like 110 miles an hour following behind an ambulance because he thought it was the right thing to do in Macon got pulled over by a cop um, we got lost in Atlanta because he had to meet his friend and Tabitha got horribly violently ill uh, and wasn't taking any more of his shit because he because he See, that was back in the day when we had iPods, not iPhones. And Chris's iPod was on the little dock thing in his car like 85% of the time. Like, And then when we would put our music on, he'd turn all the volume all the way down so no one could fucking hear it. Finally, we she, Tabitha had, had enough of it. It was like, you know, she just let it all out. I think we were like right around Kentucky. And then for whatever reason, I think Chris started to fall asleep driving. So we had to like switch drivers and Tabitha had to drive and it was like murky fog and we had to like drive through the lowlands of Kentucky at like two or three in the morning. We it, had a satellite radio and I remember I liked the music but one of the stations I picked, I don't remember why, was like toddler bedtime tunes yeah. and either you and or Chris was like you have to turn that off. It's going to make me fall asleep. <laughs> so I, I remember that. I hope you hear me. I'm not standing next to Oh, you can, can hear you. The little things moving. Doesn't mean it hears me well. Well enough. But I think that the point of that is like it was the quintessential road trip vacation you take with your friends. Um, and we had a hell of a time. Uh on that even though we were literally at each other's throats like it was so funny when we left it was like cordial and we were having a good time chris you're crazy ha ah, you're laying down in the field taking a nap you know sort of thing uh on the way back it literally was like coming to blows by the time we got home it was like three in the morning and we're like chris you want to come in it's like literally it was chris grabbing our bags from, from the trunk throwing them into our apartment and like running back to his car like it was literally like there the nice had just like burnt out completely and we got back home to find that my dad who we had entrusted with our apartment while we were gone he and my brother gene had completely reorganized and cleaned our apartment that was sort of like the shock factor um crazy crazy time though crazy time that 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 was my most memorable vacation of my adult life, I'm going to say. 
you know. Because, I mean, I could say, like, like all these other times we went to Vegas or go to Florida to visit, or we could, or the times I visited Josh up in New York, any of that, sure, fine, they, they're great, but I didn't travel out of the country on any of those. So, you know what I mean? That's the reason why that wins. And because it was an experience. It was not just a vacation. That's it. That's the third question. So we'll be back with the outro bit. Thank you for listening to us. I hope we were entertaining. And I look forward to making more of these. I look forward to sharing our lives and our interests with you guys. Uh, please like, sus- subscribe, comment, and pet an alpaca. And now here is Jason. What she said. Uh, like us, comment, subscribe, hit the little bell notification icon if you want to be told when we got new stuff coming out. Once you hit that. If you're on Spotify, the little thing comes up saying, do you want push notifications? If you do, click it. If you don't, don't. That's your choice. Now, if you are on Anchor, you can also go over to the um, the section over on the bottom there, and it should tell should, should, should tell you we have a question uh, to answer, uh, community engagement, basically. So go over there and answer that question. Uh, it's basically just a straight question. What topics should we discuss on the show? Uh, leave your answer there. And who knows? Well, I might, might make an episode out of it. Um, so subscribe. Again, subscribe. Please subscribe. Do that. That'd be great. Uh, if you want our official site, it is, in fact, emm-podcast.tumblr.com. And while you're there, you can follow the link to our AMA section. Where you can literally, quite literally, ask us anything, and literally, quite literally, we may or may not answer your questions. That's how that works. But that's all for this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Goodbye.